Hi, this is Mirren John Farina Dodd from BRFC UK Printers. Your Yoshiba photocopier is overdue for its scheduled service. We are yet to receive payment of $270. This will rise by $90 per week plus extra time GST until payment is made. We accept payment only in one cent and two cent currency. Please contact 0436 201213. Thank you and God bless. Listeners and welcome to the Rawcast. My name is James Price here to take you through the odyssey that is the Brisbane Raw Football Club, the odyssey that took us to Adelaide and we came back with not much to show. But we'll get into all of that. Let me introduce my usual co-host, Mr. Dave Stewart. How are we? Yeah, good, mate. How are you? Um, there's there's something next to us, Dave, and it just has a note saying "fix me." Well, I hit it. I hit it on the side. I mm-hmm. turned it off and on again. again. The note didn't go away. The note didn't go away. <laughs> Do you know to do toner shaking? Like, did, well, no. But did you hear the voicemail we got beforehand? Oh, about, yeah. Oh, and two hundred and seventy bucks. I don't have two hundred and seventy bucks. No, no. I, I can't with instructions. I barely have two dollars seventy, mate. Yeah, follow, exactly, <laughs> mate. I mean, we're following this football club around, not made of buying everyone in the away bay beer money. No, nah. look, I know what you did. You finally changed my waist toner bottle. Seriously, <laughs> I'm so light. <laughs> Well, you know, it was and pretty hard to read the Indonesian instruction manual that you came with. <laughs> and uh, breaking podcast etiquette. <laughs> yeah. No, we are joined in our rotating um, Ben replacement strategy. Um, he's still in a good behaviour bond, I believe, but he's not allowed to podcast for another week. I, I, I don't think he's allowed to leave the suburb of Flemington. Oh, okay. Yeah, makes sense. That's, that's, sense. that's the ankle bracelet that'll do that, though. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's, that's it. Ben, that is, mind you. Not, not our guest. Would you like to actually name our yeah, guest? Yeah, so our guest, we do have Mr. <laughs> Nate Muir with us. The Yoshiba photocopy himself. How are you, good sir? I'm okay, good sir. How are you? I am all right. Thank you. Let's talk football. That's For now, new but, listeners, now, that's a joke you probably won't understand because that goes back <laughs> a couple of years now. Now, you uh, do realise that when we start talking about football, we, none of us are going to be okay. This is not yeah, going to be... That's why do you think this, we're stalling now? Yeah, exactly. Why do you think we're doing this shit before we talk about the rubbish that we experienced over the weekend? That's, That's how this podcast works, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah? Pretty much we just stall. Thank goodness the W League will be back soon and we can start to talk about them first and then just have to talk about the well, league. We do always put the most successful football team in the club first in the running order. Mm-hmm. The fact that there's only one team playing at the moment makes the men that yep. team. But that will likely change after round one of the W League. <laughs> round, round one. So, hang on now, we have the buy round one of the W League. We do. Is... If- if we lost again, would that be would the W League <laughs> having no losses against the name make them better? I'd play some points, mate. Yeah, okay, yeah, I suppose we do. And like I said, it could be after one game Look, that we talk about the W League side. Uh, I think we might be starting with the youth team next week. <laughs> Quite possibly. We'll come on to that. We a bit will later come on right. to that. It was Adelaide United one Riley McGree in the eighty fourth minute with something that was very much not a scorpion kick behind his head. No, waste of time, really. I know, waste of time. What's the point of scoring if you don't score a score a scorpion kick? Seriously, get on board, Riley. Jeez, stop living off that one moment, mate. Uh, <laughs> Brisbane Raw zero. Continuing that run, we'll get on to that in a second. There was apparently eight thousand four hundred twenty eight there. At least speaking of living off moments, Roy Donovan is still living off that moment where he kicked <laughs> Lawrence Thomas in the head because that's all about he's good for at the moment. Well, yeah, if he could take out a defender, 
might be making him a bit more useful. I uh, take out our attacker right now. Yeah, well, that's it. Uh, at least 50 of those people were in the away bay. Mr. Dave Perret was down there when uh, shouted everyone. 58, I think it was. 58, I think was, was. 58 of them. Excellent. That's nice. Good little away bay. So really, 8,370 people in there. Crowd. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And bookings, Stefan, we picked up the other two bookings of the game. Stefan Mork in the, 64th haircut, in the 64th minute haircut. I assume it was for his haircut. I'd probably. Yeah, I would have bought him for yeah, a haircut. Absolutely. Should have booked as soon as the game Actually, started. Before we go any further, have you seen, there's a little video I put out by Broken Roll today. And it was, there's basically a banter video against Stefan Mork. You had uh, one of the, I think McGing maybe, trying to use a photocopier. McGing and Hingit. McGing and Hingit. Uh, McGing was trying to use a photocopier. Hingit came in to help him out. Probably a Shiba photocopier, let's face it. Yeah, yeah. Um, he pulled out the printing. in Indonesian, yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's why, that's why McGing was struggling. <laughs> yeah. Hingit's been there a, little, a few years. <laughs> He's caught on. Yeah. Um, yeah. He pulled out the uh, the printing print job, and it's a photo of Stefan Mork's terrible haircut from that first game where he played against Victory. Oh, nice. It's the, it's the, the, proper, the proper bad cut, not grown out. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's starting to grow out now, so it's not quite as a thing. It's yeah. still pretty bad, but... but I just, I just yeah. <laughs> Special comments by Jamie Stewart <laughs> in the background, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, this episode's pretty much me and Dave, plus some special comments coming in from other people. <laughs> 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 I'm a DVD commentary. In DVD <laughs> commentary, yeah. <laughs> hey, don't you be stealing my job. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought that was hilarious. Anyway, get on there and look at it, people. It's, it, there's no reason for it other than just a banter step and more. I think Wanderers have probably been the banter kings so far on Twitter this season so they keep doing those bloody recreating those TV intros don't they yeah you know that's good content yeah. they got rake out there now do you want to talk about this game again um, no not really okay cool yeah. how about more banter <laughs> more banter um, right fair to say Dave overall um, it was probably regression back from the week before maybe I mean the week before wasn't great but I feel like this week was actually worse but I don't know maybe you think differently Let's. What's, what did you what was your overall thoughts on the game oh shite there you. Okay. Fair enough. No, you want to get on the top of that? <laughs> I think that was my comment from last week as well. Yeah. I was going to say we are shot as well, but I'm in two minds. Defensively, we are better than what we were last season. Oh, yeah. And but that was such the lowest bar to beat. But we, I mean, to be honest, we, we really it, can see. It's a bar we beat. It's like, but that's like comparing a toddler who's not toilet trained and saying yeah I went to the toilet on my own this kid didn't I'm better than him it's like well yeah you're an adult you should be able to beat that that's what last year last year was a, a toddler that can't fucking piss in a toilet and you're an adult and that's what this season should be hmm. that's a really real analogy for me right now ladies and gentlemen so. <laughs> got some real personal got some real per- I've, I've clearly I'm hit a, <laughs> I've clearly hit a uh, Dave Stewart, Stewart nerve do we, do we need to be able to give our attackers uh, a train every time they score is I that just, what you're saying I just can't piss in a toilet that's why I'm saying no <laughs> <laughs> no, go, go on, go on, mate. Sorry, mate. It's look honestly. I've been sitting here thinking, like, should I start just pissing all over this Brisbane Raw side and just start like having a go at them? And I want to, but at the same time, I'm sitting here just thinking, if we make just a few changes, things might be better. I'm trying to be optimistic, but I. Yeah, we should. It's look, look, look. You're right. You're right in saying the defences are miles a mile better. We've played four games, considered three goals. That in any part of the league is fantastic. Yeah. Um, the problem is the other side of the ledger. <clears throat> the problem is the fact that we we set so many players behind the ball. We're structured to defend and counter, but we don't have the players to counter. And then when we do counter, we counter very slowly. Extremely slow. Well, <coughs> this is actually, and I've made this a note on the talking yeah. points here, but Bozzer actually mentioned this on the halftime chat that. 
basically what ha- what's happening is we're getting the ball forward. Roy Donovan, even if he does get to it, or whoever's up front is getting to it, they've got no support because mm. it's taken forever for our players to catch up. Um, and it's allowing Adelaide to get back as well. Our fullbacks or our wingbacks are, are the worst for it because they're absolutely... I don't know if they're just gassed or, or what the deal is, but they're so deep, they can't get up to support. And like I said, by the time they are there, they've got six men behind the ball already and we've got three or four men back. So we have to keep playing back. There's such a gap between the spaces there. Um, there's no midfield support. There's no full wingback support. And Roy Donovan is not in great form, but he's also not being given support to, to do his job properly. Yeah. Um, they're also playing not to his strengths, which doesn't help. So we, we kind of look... We've got a round peg in a square hole, basically with Roy Donovan, but also that square hole is also the wrong formation. It's also a triangle, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's... And you're absolutely like, right. Like comparing a man trying to peat, no. <laughs> yeah. It's it's absolutely key. In our best football, probably the, the one time we've actually scored a goal this season was in the second half against Perth Glory, and that was probably the one time where we saw, we've seen our, the most of our wing-backs really pushing up the field. And that, was a set joining, plate, that was a set piece as well. Yeah, I mean, the actual goal was, yeah. yeah. But they, like, I'm talking about that half of football. Oh, okay. Yeah. That half of football, like, there was really two halves of that game of football in Perth where the first <laughs> half were absolutely pinged back and we were pretty much a back five solidly. Yeah. And the second half, we really got our wing-backs pushed forward and joining with the attack. And then, then we actually had numbers up in the attack and that's what we haven't been able to achieve much. But that Perth game also highlighted what we've seen the last three games where we didn't really kind of create a whole lot. The time where we did create something was where we were able to set our players up where we wanted them to hmm. and we had a set-piece... And look, some of our set pieces have been inventive, so this it's not like we haven't got opportunities to score off set pieces in other games as well. We just happen to score on the Perth game. Hmm. But that, that, even that Perth game, I don't think that we really created a hell of a lot outside of the... In no, terms no, of a no. clear-cut chance, we didn't create too much aside from the actual goal we ended up scoring. Um, and the same... Realistically, the same patterns kind of continued for the last three games without without any change. The only change I think that Robbie Fowler's dared to make is Bowles has come in. Well that was in I think that's that was I think that's injury? injury maybe or I don't right. know why Conrad Tool's been dropped. Like well it seemed like Conrad Tool's now been dropped because yeah, maybe, but I mean, what, what's the output of the replacement mm. done? Sweet fuck all as well. Yeah. And I think we've reverted, obviously, last week Dan Butler was talking about how we played J.O. much wider mm. against the Wanderers, and to me it looked like he went back central yeah. again and it will back to more of our original setup. And to be honest, it didn't it didn't work. No, I, I think in all honesty, we've got to have a situation. Like I said, there's, there's this gap between the attack and the midfield, which is just too, too far and making it impossible for us to be able to break quickly. We need someone up there with Roy Donovan. Mm. Um, or oh, I replace Roy Donovan with Holloway and Wenzel Halls. Holloway, I think, has to be starting at the moment. He's made a, made a case for it yeah. um, when he does play. So I think it, it's, it makes sense to put two men up front, even if it means you revert back to something simple like a 4-4-2. To be honest, I think a 4-4-2 might actually work for us. Well, funnily enough, it keeps getting called a 4-4-2 what we're playing on yeah, the Fox Sports it's things, but it's, it's not. not. It's, it's a back five, and it's... It's messy, um, and it still just doesn't keep working. We, we, we sort of like we do get a number of shots away, which the stats show, but it's often because it's the the defence is set, and so they're often quite often blocked. And certainly, you know, Biru, uh, no, it's not very good at Adelaide anymore. Izzo hmm. was a goalkeeper. It wasn't like he was forcing any blinding saves on the weekend, no. and we once again had a really good double chance, uh, like a you know two really good chances. You know, one after the, the second other. one, I think two players went at the same time. They both hesitated, which allowed Izzo just enough time to kind of get in the way yeah. for, to to make that stop. But it's 
yeah there's there's a lot there's a lot that has to be fixed and, and mm. especially not just not just what we've spoken about but also the fact that we don't have a good we've never had a good first half all season our first half has been shit yeah and our second half where we've had to come back we're not going to win games like that you need to be good enough all, all game you're going to have periods during the game sure but we've not been good for 90 minutes we've had 45 minute periods yeah, of all right. Of yeah. all right versus... And the other 45 is not that great. Mm, yeah, it just ended up sitting back <clears> defending <throat> a lot. It must be said as well, Adelaide did have the ball in the back of the net three times in this game. Mm. Two of them from offsides. Um, and hit the crossbar. And hit the crossbar, yes. And in, in a couple of minutes, and that was probably a real warning sign that Adelaide looked pretty on and we were a bit... Eh. That was Maria. Maria looks like a signing. He looks mm. like a player. And he, that was his first game as well. Yeah, he looks like a player. He, yeah. um, he'll be a dangerous one. It's a bit of a shame that we lost this game based on... But, the, you know, the fact what he created in that game, hmm. you can't be surprised that they and, had some sort of momentum going forward. And the young gun, Toure, was actually pretty quiet. We managed to keep him pretty quiet. Yeah. Um, but then certainly, you know... But he Toure, was one of the ones putting the ball in off the offside. Yes, yeah, he was. But he was clearly offside. Miles off. Miles off. Um, well, yeah, he wasn't even... Didn't need VAR to get out their little bloody pointer for that one. <laughs> he, was, he was He was in a vineyard, mate. He was that far offside. <laughs> he was in a Barossa. <laughs> yeah. Which is funny, because I think he's only 17, so he can't have a drop. <laughs> he was picking his parents up. Picking grapes off the vines. Like, it'll time. Just give it time. It'll ferment. <laughs> yeah, he's picking up his... He's, he's bottling his 18th uh, birthday wine now. <laughs> Uh, McGrew was down the other end, um, yeah. you know, visiting Kangaroo. Was it Kangaroo Island down that way? Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah, down the bottom. I don't know way. if these are north-south directions are correct. I'm just going to go with it because why not? I mean, Ross is sort of south of Adelaide as well, actually. Actually, you know what? Thinking of the he shadow, was up in Alice Springs. Thinking mate. of the shadow, I might be right. No, I might be the other way around, actually. North is to left. Yeah, okay. Maybe I was right. I was wrong then. South. No, I think the Bross is sort of south of Adelaide. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Well, this isn't the Adelaide Geography Show. <laughs> Next week on Adelaide <laughs> Geography <laughs> We find out where Port Adelaide is. <laughs> we think it might be near the water. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast has not changed one bit. <laughs> I could see you should, well, you should know that, yeah, no? You yeah, should. exactly. Have you not been listening? Oh, I've been listening. I just finally have c- confirmation. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's not edited. Yeah, Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely is not edited. Yeah, um, I don't know how much more. Well, what you, give me your takes, Pricey. We've, we've. Oh, I mean, I've been injecting them, but I really do think that we're missing the key part. Needs to be you're right. It needs to be our fullbacks, well, wingbacks pushing up to connect into the play to provide the width. So we, we're very, we were very, um, very direct and sort of very straight. We didn't really get out wide much, and um, and that was really sort of a problem for us. With Adelaide, were able to ping back our wingbacks, which meant we couldn't support up into attack, and <laughs> it meant it. We're just so slow as well, like. You know, at least when uh, Aloisi sort of had us going with J-Mac up front and, and Barella, like we were lightning quick on a counter-attack and, yeah. and that's how you can get in behind teams. And it's what Naboo did against us um, up here in, in Brisbane before he did his hamstring, you know, getting in behind into a pocket of space. Um, a friend of the show, Pat Lindsay, reckons um, there's a bit of a thing where Adelaide apparently leaves the grass a bit um, longer in, the, uh, in thirds just to be able to put balls in behind defences and they'll hold up. Clever. Uh, yeah, which you could see Adelaide use quite a bit. And yeah. then that really sort of probably forced us to keep our our wing-backs back, you know, and so we're just defending back in numbers. So Adelaide found it really hard to break us down, hence why they only scored, it took until the 84th minute. But they just knew, and Tourist said so much in the after show, that if they just kept going, they would probably find one. And they eventually did. And yeah, it was just it was just more of the same. Uh, the highlights package makes this look all right because it's like it'll show us, you know, having five or six decent chances, but 
It's the other. It's the rest of the play. Adelaide dominated, especially the second half. Adelaide dominated us. Yeah. Like we had our little mm. patch, but we would we the possession area stats were just ridiculously in Adelaide's favour, and we were just pinned back, and we we couldn't hold out. Can I get your thoughts, mate? Mm. On um, on where you think a substitute or change can be made from a player point of view. We've already mentioned Roy Donovan. Mm. But you've got players like Inman, who I don't think has really done a whole lot. Inman's Inman's the first one. I would McGing Inman before. Is probably a bit nowhere. Before you say the name, there's one change I think we all would love to see because as soon as the change was made, it was literally like a a rod was shoved up Brisbane's rules ass. Is that when Rod went off the pitch? <laughs> yep. D W H. As soon as Dylan Wenzel Halls came came on. It did seem a little bit like we were looking at a completely different side. As soon as he came on, he was, it was looking better. Still a lot of issues, but there was some energy. There was some real energy when he came on and some chances finally being made. I think you're right. I think Wenzel Halls and Marty Holloway, four dads. Yeah. <laughs> four dads. Four dads. Yeah. Um, All the dads. <laughs> we'll call them four dads from now on, but two of them combined. Um, Does that make this dad's army? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that. Um, four dads, we need to get them on the pitch mm. because you're right. They've provided a lot more energy. They provide a little bit more impetus. And yeah, you could say they're running it, you know, tired legs. Okay, fine. That's what's that, that's what happens at that time. But yeah. at the same time, you they're also got a bit more uh, variety to what they're trying to do. They're providing other there's options. Act- there's actually something you know, AAH has something up in the air. Um, which is not something we're getting out of Inman or O'Donovan. And if we sort of keep lumping it forward, then that's that's a really good option to have. And Dylan Wenzel Hall runs and, and makes space and creates options. And to be honest, he should have buried his chance he had mm. on the weekend. And he had a great chance fall to him and, and he couldn't put it away. Um, AAH probably, he seemed to keep wanting to chest it back into people's paths, didn't he's, he? He's good at knocking the ball down. He's uh, primarily a player that knocks the ball down. As we... I'm just watching the Matildas play Chile at the moment. Yeah. So if you hear random pauses where we don't talk for very much, that's probably why something will have happened. Yeah. For, Fuck for Jesus. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of. Well done, Leeds. For those playing oh, no, at home. That was off the crossbar, wasn't it? Yeah, it was off the back of the crossbar. So for, she didn't need it. For those playing at home, it's the 76th minute. We almost scored an own goal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a backwards header that was a successful crossbar challenge, mind you. That, that, that takes skill. Yeah. Mm. I do like that you've uh, you've embraced the swearing nature of the show. Though. No, I appreciate that. I actually thought this week I might actually not have to put the E on the episode, but anyway. No, um, fuck that. We'll have it on there. That, yeah, um, it's just safer to be honest. Okay, one other question for you, and this kind of comes off the back of a tweet from uh, Ben uh, oh, yeah. during the week as well, um, who, who, of course, you know, like we said beforehand, is constrained by his bracelet but uh, he's hmm. still got Twitter access so you know he still gets involved in what's happening in the world yeah. he uses um, his limited data allowance um, that's yeah, to, <laughs> he's hacked into the actual bracelet to use the data from that <laughs> yeah. yeah 100 yeah. megabytes per day he's yeah. clever he's yeah. clever yeah. Um, Krogan look is he the problem he's not the problem <laughs> he's not the problem <laughs> like because he hasn't had many say like like I get what he means right because Krogan hasn't really made any saves but then he generally has an advantage because exactly like we've only conceded three goals so our defence is not the problem but it's our trade-off balance between we've gone too defensive and we've really locked it down but we just have nothing up front so there's tweaks in the front of the field before like yeah like I miss having Jamie and goals don't get me wrong but 
Jamie might have maybe saved one or two, but then who knows what would happen? Would the defense have been as well organized? Like I don't know how well that stuff would have gone, and if it's a whole new team, so yeah, and I, Nate, I don't think he's the problem. And Nate, we need more of our fullbacks. McGinn's not a right. Wing-back. In your opinion, do you think that if Crokin was to go out, you'd rather have Young or the Super Freak, Mac McFrakin? You're asking me a really tough question there, because part of me wants to see Jamie back in, but part of me is okay with. Uh, with Crokem, um, like- oh, so got nothing to do with the freak. <laughs> You're off the off the super freak bandwagon. All right, we see how this is going. It's a very difficult question for me to answer because I'm. I agree with Pricey. I don't think the goalkeeper is the issue. It's that's fine. It's. I mean, well, all, all Jamie Young might have been able to do is just turn a one nil loss into a nil nil board draw. I mean, he would have made a specky. It doesn't matter. Absolute specky save. Yeah, and the- shouted. Yeah, shouted angrily. And be shouty. This Brisbane Raw side has honestly really got my mind completely bamboozled. And my mind keeps on going back to uh, one of the previous broadcasts recently where you're talking about um, the whole um, shit shagging we were doing on Adam Taggart and just thinking last season we were so dire and we. We literally. It was almost like we didn't know what we had and now changes have been made and we're. Still not happy. Look, out currently table played three, four, four. Oh, sorry, four. That's a typo. All right. Read Dave's one. He updated his. <laughs> played four, and we're me, already yeah. we're already asking for someone's almost head to roll. It's yeah. Look, I think I think he needs to start to show flexibility, right? And this is what people want. So he's essentially run out for the same lineup four weeks in a row. Yeah. The only change has been a tool out and um, boy, uh, boy, or far out. Uh, I've got Brooklyn Nine Nine on my mind. A, a tool out and, <laughs> and uh, bowls in, bowls in, which yeah. we, I believe was injury one week and he, and he kept the same this week. So okay, nice, remarkable faith to your team. But in the end... And they're not going to change because uh, O'Toole's caught up for the under-23. No, nah, he is too, so he won't be back in. But so, but there's still other op- options around the park. And if it's something in midfield or if it's someone up front, and just to change it up, I think that's what people are going to be looking for now. So, look, there are people who are already like, oh, should it be Fowler out? Well, no, no, it's not Fowler it's out. Not that early, but he's got to start showing he's a got bit to of ch- flexibility, right? Exactly. So do some changes. <clears throat> Show us what, you know, you're actually about as a manager and... You know, try and actually improve things. So this is his first gig in football as a manager. Mm. You're right. He needs to show that he can do something a bit different. I understand he probably wants to try and keep it simple, especially as he's starting out. Yeah. But he's got to show something else because you can keep it simple all you want. If the other teams have worked out what you're doing as, or you don't offer anything against the other teams, you, we're going to see this for the rest of the year. Yeah, and look, he's and obviously decided he wanted to maybe be a faithful manager. You know, like it's like, no, I've got my starting level. I have faith in you guys to do the job. Well, no, four weeks not really delivering much is you need yeah, you need some faith job. to at least experiment a little mm. bit and that doesn't seem to well, be I'd like to think maybe see like an Akbari maybe come into midfield or something like that like mm. just to change it up in there and well, find something a bit more direct with the under-19s under-19s yeah under-19s yeah. World Cup squad back now you might even see Powell yeah, coming into that left left. well it was, it was Jordan Courtney Perkins was playing it in pre-season right he played yeah. the FA Cup out there so maybe you might see that must see him or Powell and, yeah. and then Bold going out Neville going back into that back three mm. um, but at the same time I'd be happy that Neville just went maybe right wing back because he's been alright um, yeah, anywhere he's played I've got no drives with Neville at all but mm. maybe have him go right wing back and get McGing out because McGing is just a He's, not, he's, he's nothing. Not, he's just, he's just a nothing. He's a nothing. He's just a bang average why, player. It's like, why is he starting football games for us? He doesn't. He'd be 
uh, he'd be a Jacob Pepper on the bench for us at the moment, right? Yeah. Jacob Pepper's sitting there as that defensive option. Hmm. He'd be that. And I don't see why, what else he offers. No, to, I know, to, to he certainly fair. doesn't offer much going forward. I know this is a crazy thing to suggest, but I feel like it could make the difference. As long as it's not a super important player that we would actually still need, who would you say is the weakest link on the field right now? In terms of the starting 11? Yep, starting 11. Weakest link. I'm in... in Because literally... Dave, oh, I think he's offering nothing up for him. I'm, 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 There's a reason I'm asking this question. You don't have to go into too much. No, like, that's right. I'm, I'm just, I'm a little bit, I'm tossing out between Inman from an attacking point of view, mm. um, McGing from a actually doing something effective point Transition of view, and, and, yeah, support, yeah. and Bowles, but purely because I know that Bowles probably isn't to the same level as the other defenders in the back line. And that's just because we know what he can offer. He's a good quality you know, squatty, but that's yeah. about it. Um, the reason why I asked this makes question... makes a mean latte. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's slightly interesting that he has gotten on ahead of Pepper into that back three. Yeah. That's just interesting. The reason I asked that question too is if suddenly there was an injury and we were forced to make changes... Mm. Back four. Like, literally... Back four. If we, if, we, if we lost all of a sudden, if we lost, say, Audrey... Right, and we had the back five we had during that game. I would one hundred thousand percent put a back four with. Uh, I don't think he's about Bill, to change Gillespie and Bowles. I don't think he's about to change from a back four though anytime soon. I think you'd have. I don't think you put Pepper on. No, that's not the solution. That's never the solution. <laughs> no, no, that's not the solution. Like, come on. If I Pepper's think, the solution, I then you're asking the wrong question. Exactly right. I think you go back four and then you put it in a more midfield or attacking mm. sort of player that's going to be able to link that play up to the top. Um, like, even if that Agbar means... Or in, yeah. yeah, even if that means Inman goes up top with O'Donovan or if you put an attacker on there and you have Inman come back into the midfield, it doesn't matter. But you go back four and you work out the rest from there because at the moment... I, well, I understand it's you know it's obviously a bit of a trend. It looks it's worked out well in Perth last year and a few other clubs around the world. I don't think I don't think Fowler's found the players that can perform the duties of the role properly. I just don't think that they're, they're capable of it. And I think that if we find a, a, a formation that's going to suit them better, he might find a bit more success. But whether Fowler's a smart enough manager yet, and I'm not saying he he won't be, but yet to be able to work that out. It's we'll interesting, see. like, when you look at our bench from the weekend, our bench was is young, Pepper, <coughs> Akabari, Ingham, Amadi Holloway, and Wenzel Halls. <laughs> Ingham's not thinking that's much special. So, to me, it's Akabari is the one that's... Might, if you're looking for something out of midfield, that's where it's that's where we need help. But I don't know why we bring Jingham on. Fucking hell. He doesn't have anything. What a downgrade. We've got, Jing- we got the worst Ingham now. <laughs> I fucking... I, fucking I, I, I just want he's, to... He's the worst of the three. One of their fucking chickens would do a better job. <laughs> I just love that, yeah, he's like a Central Coast reject because he didn't even ever play like a game there. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, it's like McGing for Ingham. Well, technically, he's a Brisbane Raw reject as well. Well, that's yeah. He's just boomeranged back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I think that's enough talking about that. It's been 270 minutes since we scored a goal. But Fowler's vlogging his book, so on Twitter, so you know. Matrix. Well, it's, yeah, that's all that's important. Do you think things might change if you, uh, say, pay your photocopier? potentially are you saying that he's uh, he's not being able to get out the tactics properly because they they haven't been able to afford their photocopying bill tell you what will you wipe the fee if we score a goal (laughs) 
Yes. <laughs> or at least not add to the fee. <laughs> yes, the fee. No, the fee, fee's wiped if you if you score a goal. So you're saying there's a chance. How much of a chance? <laughs> Who we got this week? Oh. Speaking of no chance. Melbourne <laughs> City. Though. So anyway, just, just to wrap it up. So we have currently played four. We've drawn two, lost two. Goals four. We have scored that one solitary goal. We've had three scores against us. Two points on a ladder. And we're currently sitting in and ninth. ninth. Yeah, we're ninth. We're back in ninth. We're ninth. Well, at least there's two teams below us now. Because Wellington and Newcastle. And we have literally still. not. We're the only team that has not led in, in a game this season. Yep. So that is just from Eric's. But, you know, our XG is high. So maybe things will turn around. Maybe, maybe they'll turn around this week <laughs> as we trek out to Dolphin Stadium for our first ever A-League game out at Dolphin Stadium out on the sunny Red Bank Peninsula. Sunday, 17th of November, 3pm kickoff because the lights aren't that good out there for an A-League game. It is against Melbourne City. And Melbourne City are top of the league. Played five, won four, drawn one. Should be noted, they lost J-Mac. They went and scored six goals in the next two games. So J-Mac was their problem. And clearly. he's like leading goals in the league. <laughs> oh, not now. Riley McGree's even with him. Oh, okay. Yeah, he is. You know. yeah. Clearly City are rubbish. Yeah. Goals yeah. for 10. Goals against 5. 13 <laughs> points Shoot on the board. Team, no fans. Shoot team, no fans. <laughs> you don't have more members than us. Half of it's right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> half of that song is right. I'll just let the listeners decide which half. They have more members than us. Yeah. I don't know where they are on match day. I mean, they're clearly counting dogs or something. Yeah, I was going to say, the top memberships are through the roof. Actually, their seagull memberships are just, <laughs> are just out of this world. They've, they've managed to sell a membership to every single cat lady and all of their cats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was only actually like three people, but yeah, <laughs> just all those cats. They've got hundreds of cats. Hundreds and hundreds of cats. You're forgetting the Green Street Elite? Yes, the Green Street Elite. Yes, every seat gets a membership. <laughs> They've got 30,000 memberships just for the seats. Yeah, just the seats. Yeah. It's even that, that Yoshi has got a lot of money up his sleeve. What's, what's this member's just name? Off that this member's name? Bay mm. 3 Row A Seat 3? That's a weird name. And what's his membership seat? Well, he actually sits in row 6 <laughs> because we couldn't work it out. No. Yeah, but actually, he wanted to sit next to Bay 7, and oh, it was really he's awkward. He's got some mates over there. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was really technical. Look, Melbourne City, they're in good form, Dave. Yeah. They're um they are. And so they're gonna be a hell of a test. That's a, that's a good insight into how they're playing. Yeah, they play good footballs. <laughs> they they can well they can score goals. Mm. That's nice. Yeah. They have ten of them. They've they've scored <laughs> on average two a game. We're on average a quarter a game. Yeah. <laughs> quarter a game. So um oh, God. Yeah, they're doing better than us. Yeah. They're doing yeah. miles better than us. Um I I I I'm concerned. Yeah. I don't see this game going well for us. And although we've got a useful defensive unit, they have a very useful attacking unit. Mm. And I think that attacking unit might be stronger than our defensive unit. Because let's face it, our attacking unit is not going to be stronger than their defensive unit. No, their defence is looking pretty good. Delbridge is back from suspension. The defence is... The the Uruguayans are starting to come... uh, The Uruguayans are starting to get fit as well and looking all right. I mean, they're they're still conceding a goal a game, right? Yeah. But that's against better teams than us. Hmm. (laughs) So... I mean, they've already played both Melbourne teams and... um, Oh, Hayley Rasso just got a fucking falcon to the face. I don't know if it's a falcon if it happens from about a metre away, is it? Yeah, still fuck them. Yeah. Um, back to City. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, um, guys. It's... You're right. You're right. Uh, back to City. They've... Like I said, they're a good side. And the, the problem... Like, realistically, they'll be up there competing for the league. I don't know how much of a chance we've got, in all honesty. I hope we've got a better chance than what the table's going to suggest we've got. Wouldn't it be absolutely, mm. like, 
a literally definition of a league is that we face the top of the table team being defensively okay but absolutely shit house up front but wouldn't it be literally a league if we played our first home game at Dolphin Stadium and we actually managed to win this the five now <laughs> a league that no, no. I, I do want to say Stop. that um, our men's uh, in our two FFA Cup games we have not progressed from either. Though we have taken them both to extra time, we have yep. not progressed. Uh, and the W League team has an atrocious record at. Re- uh, they were actually so they beat Western Sydney Wanderers in at their last year at Dolphins, but our record so um, bottom pin- of the league Western Sydney yeah. Wanderers one 0 so, Yeah, pin- that was uh, was that IPR getting that the was goal on for the us. IPR, yeah. yeah. Oh, it might have been two 0 So let's just um, go by men's team third time lucky. Yes, yeah, that's like. <laughs> And uh, and the women's record, the W League record at um, Peninsula Power was atrocious. So Redcliffe loves this. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's clearly a choice to go there for the financials instead of the form. Yes, absolutely. And uh, one thing to, and I did have pointed this out on social media, one thing to really, um, if you're someone that takes the train or, you know, public, we're seeing about team public transport, it's not included in your ticket. As um, that's a thing that happens with Suncorp standing, but not with Dolphins. So it's one of those areas where they do save money. Um, yeah. So you do. They don't have to pay. You do levy. To, yeah, you do thank, have to pay. Thank you for telling me that, Pricey, because I plan. Because I, Davey, you going to the game on Sunday? Undecided. Because at the moment, I'm the only person at this table who is actually going to the game, and I have clear at least another engagement, which <laughs> takes me away sure from you do. Brisbane. Um, I have a. He's got an MC a Melbourne City party. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, a, I'm a host in the Green Street late. <laughs> I have a two-hour journey Green to and a potentially three-hour journey back. Sounds like fun. Yeah, fun with that. So, yeah, and, and you're gonna to have to pay for it as well for the brick. Yeah, so thanks for that. That's the yeah. that's the ultimate salt in the. Mm. Yeah, and the car park is. Yeah, we'll, I know. We'll, we'll talk in the break if I am going. I'll let you know. Okay. We'll talk something now. Yeah, we'll see if we can work it out. So yeah, that's. I'll, um, I'll drop you off in the city or something. <laughs> thanks. You saved me a bus. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, Sunday, some uh, three p.m. kickoff. Um, it's it should probably be pretty warm. So you've forgotten the most important thing. It's, it's Sunday. Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> well, I don't know if that applies to games at Redcliffe. It's more like Sunday, 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 Sunday bloody Sunday. Mm. <laughs> oh dear, yeah. that song's prevalent or important for now. Because we are playing at Redcliffe for what reason? Money, money, money. Well, that. Dave, I was going to say that you still haven't found what you're looking for, but okay. <laughs> Uh, that's that's uh, that's hello, my uh, tribute hello. to uh, U2 playing in uh, Brisbane <laughs> last night. Yeah. Tonight. Tonight. Oh, wait, tonight. tonight. Tonight is really right now. Yes. They're currently on stage. Oh, yeah, well. probably are, actually, yes. Currently on stage going, Hello, yeah. Brisbane. Hello. We'll see you in Sydney. So, some shit like that, probably. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they yeah. won't, because no one's going to go to Sydney. It's a shit on. Exactly. Exactly. That's All right. Fact they they probably bit. have more of a chance at scoring at uh, Suncorp Stadium than uh, we do. And on that, let's just... Well, it certainly will. <laughs> um, do we want to roll? We did actually get they're a the couple only, of... They're the only co-kids that will score tonight. Um, <laughs> did we want to go to... Um, we did actually get a... We listener message from... Uh, from Scotty McCormick. So I reckon just after we've sort of talked about this week's game, and uh, I reckon let's go and hear what his thoughts are now. Hey guys, Scotty MC or Miss Socrates or Scott McCormick, as you guys probably would know me as. Um, basically, I just give my good, bad, and ugly on the Brisbane Rovers Adelaide United away game that we were just had. Uh, the good, we got to see a lot more of Dylan Windsor Halls and Aaron Amati Halloway. So Robbie Cabella brought on the subs a lot earlier, and they did have a good impact so hopefully 
We may use some more changes in the future and possibly see them in the starting lineup. Uh, the bad, we conceded late from a mistake of like not marking up our players enough and letting a few players run free in the box. And the ugly, I think it's 360 minutes or something, something crazy without us scoring a goal. When we first signed our players this season, Roy Donovan proven in the A-League, and we've also got Aaron Mighty Holloway, Dylan Wenzel-Halls. Dylan Wenzel-Halls has been proven, but still young and not really getting a lot of game time. Brad Inman is a midfielder that's been playing up front and scoring a lot of goals, but I just think we need to see uh, someone Hey guys, it's me, Scotty, here again. Um, I got cut out by the microphone cutting out because it was off at the, the one-minute mark, but what I was saying is hopefully... We might see Nashville out and out striker start up top, maybe with Roy Donovan or without Roy Donovan, having maybe Aaron Amadiolo and Wenzel Halls up top. And now they've got given a bit more game time, whether or not fitness is a thing. I know they both had injuries through preseason, but Brad Edman, even though he did play really well in preseason and scoring a lot of goals, I did talk to him after the Penn Power game and he said he is a number 10. And he said, we'll see what happens when um, Big Ads comes back or as, which is like Aaron Amadiolo. So he was thinking that he was probably ahead of Wenzel Halls by saying that. I do believe we probably should have him starting up top, Aaron Amadi Halloway. But the thing is, though, he chests the ball down, passes the ball down, and he hardly has a shot. He did have one shot, and there's a cracking shot in his left foot, that, but it comes straight at the keeper. I just think he needs to shoot a little bit more instead of passing the ball off. But, um, yeah, in, it's it's a bit of a worry in our attack, but our defense is playing really well. So, come on, Brisbane, let's get some wins. Welcome back. Thank you very much to Scotty McCormack there, uh, sending in his good, bad, uglies, as we requested, actually. So, if you do want to do that yourself, it is, of course, Dave, anchor.fm slash the rawcast. That's right. It's anchor.fm slash the rawcast. Easy to remember because yeah. it's got an anchor. Yeah. FM, like a radio station. station. Yeah. It's a dot in between it. Yeah, a dot in between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll be there for a second. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and, yeah. and then it's just us, the rawcast. Yeah, it's a forward link slash because that's how much it is. Yeah, I thought that's pretty much given. Yeah. And then the rawcast. Who, yeah. who, who used the other slash? Don't forget uh, the you WWW internet. Yeah, no, you don't even need the WWW. No, no, I know, that's it. It's <clears> the names. But as Scotty, as Scotty found out, you have a minute for each recording. 50, no, 59 seconds. 59 seconds for each recording. Uh, so, you know, just try and maybe time it, work it out how long. I know it annoys Rick when he said something as well. So, um, yeah, because Rick has a bloody monologue to, to <laughs> yeah, exactly. speak out. So. Yeah, that's why Rick breaks it up into 17 different parts. Anyway, <laughs> we do very much appreciate Scotty getting in touch. And- Part one, the beginning. Well, I think he summed up probably our thoughts pretty well. Um, you know, a lot of that similar feeling we've been getting for a lot of people through, and we'll get into other good baglies now. Um, but just for you, know, a lot of that similar feeling isn't there, Dave? When we read through a lot of these, and we had oh yeah, you so guys, will, you guys will see it. Um, yeah. In fact, let's let's get onto that. We did yeah. put the call out for the good bad uglies, and we had all the good bad uglies that we uh, we got plenty of them. So thank you very much to everyone that got involved. We're not going to be able to read all of them because there's literally too many of them. But we'll start uh, on our Facebook page itself. <clears throat> First of all, from Paul Fredrickson. Uh, the good didn't have to pay $10 a beer to get through 95 minutes. That is always a positive. Yeah. The bad, team energy was flat and large for large portions of the game. And the ugly, finishing. We're like a teenage boy getting lucky for the first or second time. No poise. Thanks, Paul. <laughs> Top work there, Paul. Um, uh, is that because we've somehow scored, but by accident? Is that why? No, no, I think it's all the easy chances we've been missing, mate. Uh, we kept we kept having a shot. We've only put it in once. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We've just been feeling all around there without really penetrating the box. Is that? And ladies and gentlemen, don't, don't forget later on in the show, you'll be hearing just the tip. Yeah. Now, um, <laughs> Nick Rosenthal. Uh, good, despite the loss, still averaging less than one goal per game. Yep, that's what we've stooped to, celebrating the fact our defence isn't shipping three to four goals a game. 
Yeah. I mean, that's that's good. You want to celebrate that, right? Uh, you just hope that you're scoring them at the other end at the same time. Well, we'll get to that in a second. Oh, sorry, I'm jumping ahead. Um, you are. Getting back in your box. Yeah. <laughs> um, the pad, once the subs were made, we looked better going forward. So why are we persisting with a misfiring attack? That's mm-hmm. a fair point as well. Ugly. One goal in four games. One fucking goal. Not good enough. Sad face. I, I have to mention the sad face. It's important. So that um, was um that was on from they were both from Facebook Facebook our, our Facebook page. Thank you for our Facebook.com. So that's Facebook.com slash the rawcast if you want to get involved there. Look at us getting one, socials in early today. I, well, I thought I might integrate it, Dave. Yeah. It's, it probably works, doesn't it's, it? it? Well sure. I mean if I didn't break it up with this random chat now, yeah, yeah exactly. it would work great. And I'll move on right, right over to our Twitter page, Dave, which is oh, twitter.com slash the rawcast or at the rawcast. Or just Twitter. at the rawcast on the Twitter. Rawcast. Yeah. Yeah. You'll find us. So a bunch over there as well. Um, I did want to obviously just this one very quickly. Bowles played 180 minutes without a yellow card or a, spit or a um, stupid penalty. That's um that's a big improvement. That's a huge improvement. Well yeah. played, good sir. Yeah. So um, but this one's from uh, the Aviated HD. <clears throat> good, not getting smashed like last season. Bad, continuing with the tactics that aren't working. Ugly, heading towards another rough season. Yes, I would agree with that. And then this one from Christopher Hart. That's under at Cy Chris one. Good. Defence absorbing huge pressure for 90 minutes pretty well. Bad. Everything in front of defence. No pace, no structure, no hope. Also still not convinced Croke and Young. Bad. Everything that's not the defence. <laughs> <laughs> Which is really only about three players because pretty much our two defensive midfielders are well, basically by defence as well. Yeah. So we pretty much defend about seven. Uh, ugly. Watching the midfield play the ball backwards. Still no tactical change. DWH still not starting. And he does remember another good one. Actually, another good. Our third kit this year looks excellent. Which was our black event kit, which we won on the weekend. Which is technically our fourth kit. Yes, fourth <laughs> kit. Our special event kit. Because we still have a maroon kit. And that may be the only time we wear that kit this whole season. Yeah. That would be unfortunate. Yeah. And yet it's the one that everyone wants to buy. And you cannot get. It's incredible. Yeah. Um, these are from uh, the Brisbane Royal Facebook uh, supporters group. Yeah. Um, so we had a huge response on that one. Not surprising, so everyone was pretty shitty at the mm. time of the put it up. So um, that's right. I went for metrics. What of it? Yeah. <laughs> um, this one from Carrie Freshwater. Good. We're competitive for ninety plus minutes. Bad. Not composed in front of goal. Ugly. I'm not seeing any wow factor. A stunning turn, a great shot, deceptive dribble, a killer through ball. All missing at this stage. I'd say that's fair enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's fair enough. And the last one <clears throat> for the good, bad, ugly is this one from Kate Lindsay, friend of the show, Kate. Uh, good defence still re- uh, reasonably solid bad fans willing to accept mediocrity look Ange didn't uh, Ange took over mid-season with a team he didn't recruit Ro- Robbie Fowler doesn't have that use, uh, doesn't get to use that excuse which is fair enough ugly our lack of scoring ability I think the Ange comment for, for the bad was in reference to um, Ange not having won after six games yeah there was some talk around Ange's record <clears throat> after yeah, five, it took him to yeah, six game I think six game where yeah. he beat the Central Coast um yeah, but yeah, that's a, there's a very big difference between coming in, you know, two thirds of the way through a season with just a little bit of a season run out, and then, and then literally having a whole preseason to work on everything, your tactics, and admittedly, I guess we took a little while to get going under Ange in that first season as well. But uh, you know, in that we, did, we lost in I think the third, fourth I think that, round, yeah. and that was that was it. After that, we didn't lose. After I think that. we started with two draws as well. So okay, from memory, I'll, I could I'll, be wrong. I'll accept your hypothesis. Yeah. It, and as I think. Um, I don't know. Was it Dan or Rick pointed out this is somewhere along the line? We pointed out that Western United are a whole brand new team this year. Mm-hmm. And they seem to be going all right. Mm. Mm. They seem to. Rec- I mean, they did start their recruitment in January. Yeah, they did. Let's face it. Um, yeah, but they had to start. You know, they had a manager. We already then. had a team that they could recruit. You know, yeah. 
They had a manager to work with. They, they knew what they were starting. The manager with. was distracted. Still, ah, he wasn't still catching well in Phoenix. Too well in Phoenix. <laughs> no, he was too busy on Twitter, creating Twitter wars with fake Twitter accounts. That's <laughs> Mate, they're not fake Twitter accounts. They're called burner accounts. Use the terminology correctly. Oh, sorry, bots. At no? I'm not Mark Rudin. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that's that's the good bad ugly. Thank you very much for everyone getting involved on that again. It's uh, very very um, very very thankful when you do because it gives us stuff to talk about which we would otherwise not be talking yeah. about. Nate, which one was your favourite? Yes, excellent. <laughs> excellent. Sorry, I'm, I'm too. I was too busy uh, doing an important task for later on. Yes. As I seem to always be the person that does this, but it's okay. It's alright. We're in the same year level of input from Ben as well. So yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, it's it's alright, Nate. Let's move on to a bit of news, and uh, we'll start with the W League, because that's where all the news really is pretty much this week. And we're going to roll that into sort of our W League looking bit of a preview. Um, so, so, so Sorry, guys. I don't know why we're watching Brisbane Raw versus Perth Glory. Uh, we well, this is great. This is our one... So we're going to get to score our one goal. We get to our one goal again. We get to watch our one goal during this show. This is fantastic. I can't wait. Is this, yeah. like, is this like Groundhog Day? Are we really going to make again? this... Are we going to make this Rawcast episode last the whole 90... Another 90 minutes just so we can see our one goal God, score? No. <laughs> no. It is W League time. So the big news, of course, as well predicted by me on last week's show, Celeste Brewer, who was clearly on her way to re-sign for Brisbane, has has re-signed again on for another season uh, just on a little break in the Bahamas and then she's she on a holiday yeah, that's it that's it um, and here you were doubting her pricey last week you're thinking oh we're never going to get Brulee back she's too good for us now well you know don't like her anymore because of that she's a traitor and then look she's come back I did not and now you have to eat all those words I mean, I think they literally announced this news before I even got the episode out <laughs> last week. <laughs> so that would look like a really dated piece of uh, Correct. intel. Anyway, great to have it back. I think everyone's very excited that's, um, you know, well connected with the W League team to have that one back. We've also signed Isabel Adalton, mm. uh, who's been a midfielder from Nottingham Forest, uh, but a non-visa player because she's Australian. Yeah, she's, she's Australian. She went over to the UK and played in uh, the English League for, I think, four or five years, and she's come back here. Um, so a midfielder, played for Nottingham Forest. Um yeah, could well, be a handy pickup. Could be handy. It's um, obviously a little piece of knowledge that someone you know knew her from probably back in the days when she was playing around Brisbane. I think she was is a Brisbane. Girl I think she's a Brisbane guy. Yeah. Yeah. So a bit of knowledge there, and interesting to see how she goes. So normally a uh, a midfielder. So um, but uh, and also but uh, midfielder is very stacked. So um, she she could have a challenge getting in there. I, I think that could be fair to say, Dave. But we'll she, get she may come off the bench to provide an impact, which we'll touch on yeah. later on as well as a possible sort of starting eleven. And probably just before we get on that, the Raw Call uh, this Saturday afternoon are actually doing a season launch mm. out at uh, 2 p.m. out at, line, at the Lion at Richlands. The Lion? Yeah, it's the It's the called line. The Lion. The Lion, yes. So that's the Lions um, Club out at Richlands there where we're playing uh, a couple of our home games. Tickets are $5. You get the chance to meet the team. Uh, Q&A with the, with the Captain Goodship. And uh, a bit of trivia and raffles as well. So um, fantastic little event already organised yeah. by the Raw Corps there. Can't go wrong with five bucks for all that. No, exactly. And, um, uh, so yeah, get out to the get out to the line on uh, on Saturday afternoon. Um, should be a good afternoon sort of uh, sort of event out there. And, yeah, I'm uh, sure it's all very family friendly as well. And if you want to, yeah, yeah, kids are welcome. I think they, I think kids under a certain age are free. Yeah, I imagine they so, are. So um, yeah, ticket five. I'm hoping that if I look back, I'm really hoping it's like kids under forty. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm happy to go. Then. Kids under mental age ten are free. So you're good, Dave. You're good. Yes, <laughs> in your faces. <laughs> <laughs> but the well, W League. I quickly just mentioned. You mentioned this before, but I wrote it down. Mm. You might not have. Oh, Chris Grossman. 
Well, I was going to do that tie when we talk Y League. It's something that we'll talk about later on. Sorry, you yeah. carry on with the W League. <laughs> the W League, it starts this weekend. There are four games, and we will, of course, be tipping it all. Brisbane will do start with the bye. So, <sighs> yes. Yes. I love games against the bye. I know. They're get the best. They're the best. But we don't get points for beating the bye. To be fair, to be fair, I always think if you're going to have a bye, you'd want to be the first one. In the season, because you basically just got an extra week of preseason, you just come in after yeah. that. I think that's if you're gonna have to have to have a buy, that's when you want to at least have it. Having it where we had in the men's team, that's a shit time to have a buy. It one is one game buy, then after that you get losing. It is weird, yeah, and that was yeah, it was a bit that oh, that worked against us, I think, in the end. Yeah. Um, but it lost us. Yeah, that's it. It is what it is. Someone had to start it, and you know that's yeah, that's good for us, especially as we get the. I think especially with the W League. With the players coming in so late, those playing over in the NWSL, obviously mm. we just had a Matildas game. Well, and, that's where it really yeah. does help us because we've got players that are coming out of Matildas right now, yeah. and it's going to go into um, going to go into giving them a break in before the actual league starts. So that's fantastic news. Yeah, and I do wonder if there's a little <clears> bit of injury cloud over a bit. So Gory and KK, they didn't play their first Matildas game uh, in Western Sydney. They weren't even on the bench, so mm. um, it was a bit weird that Matildas game. There was we literally had three outfielders on the bench. It was quite bizarre, um, despite the squad of about twenty. How bizarre. How bizarre. Still, the W League this season, I think if we want to talk... Do you want, do you want me to read the squad? Do you want to, yeah, you want to read out where the full oh. squad is at, at the moment, Dave? I'll read the squad. So at the moment, we've got uh, in goals, we've got Maka Arnold back again and Georgina Worth as her understudy. Study, back from a uh, long-term injury, which is great. Yeah. Uh, defenders, there aren't a whole lot at the moment. There's five of them. <laughs> it's, it's got a real similar feel to last season where it's like, well, we know who they're going to be for the starting yeah, defenses. Right. Yeah. Claire Farrington, uh, the signing from Logan Lightning in the NPLW this year. Uh, Carson Pickett back again. Uh, Claire Pockenhorn, uh, captain slash assistant coach. Yep. Claire Pockenhorn. And the two players probably fighting it out for one fullback spot here is Natalie Tatham and Caitlin Torpy. Um, so it'll be interesting to see who kind of gets not ahead of them. You would imagine, from a starting perspective, that Farrington and Pogman are your two centre backs. Mm-hmm. Pickett at your left back. Left back. Yep, and uh, Tatham and Torpy either on the right back. I'd probably have Tatham ahead of Torpy. Yeah, I mean certainly that was a preferred option last year was yeah. Tatham over Torpy, and um, uh, Torpy can. Mind do you, I'm a, I'm a fan of Tatham just in her. Shit, yeah. So I think Torpy can actually provide you something a bit more from that position overall, though. I think Tatham might be a slightly better defender. I think Torpy can provide you a bit more going forward. But Tatham will provide you more red cards. <laughs> and more talking points and content. More talking points and content. Yeah. That's all we want. Yeah. Uh, that's what we're all about. <laughs> yeah. Um, Midfielder-wise, uh, we've got Celeste Brillet, who just recently yeah. uh, announced, as we mentioned before, Isabel Dalton as well, Leah Davidson, Katrina Gorey, Elise Kellen-Knight, and Holly Palmer. Um, and as an attackers, we have Riley Baisden, again from the NPLW. Um, she's American, so she counts as a visa player there. Hayley Rasso, India Page Riley, Alira Toby, and Tamika Yallop. Now, from a, a midfield up point of view, I think we're chatting off, off mic that mm. uh, we would imagine they're going to get play with Brule and KK as two sixes. I mean, one of the big things about KK has always been... Oh, that I just realised, will KK play left back? Or right back or something. That's the thing. That's oh, the thing, Dave. This is why I want to talk about it. Because it's so easy to go put KK in a different position like that because she's so flexible. It's what Stadge did all the bloody time. Oh. I I want to see... Now that Celeste... I was thinking when oh, Celeste Bray hadn't re-signed, like I was thinking, well, that's great. That would just mean KK be the defensive mid. Now we've got both. Will we actually see double sixes? I hope so. Oh, yes, we scored a goal! 
good, good news. Idea. We don't have to do 90 minutes of podcast. It's a highlight show. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, but guess what? Day. It's our only goal. Oh, no, no, oh, the linesman's flagged it off. So, oh, thankfully, VAR. Love VAR. It's, it's always so great, VAR. Anyway, let's turn to the W League. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, we don't need VAR in the W League. We do not. It do doesn't not. exist here. It doesn't. Um, so that's the big question. So will, will they they we play see two sixes? Which yeah. is a different formation from what we've been uh, the last number of seasons where we've really been more, you know, the diamond has been with two number 10s or whatever, how you want to describe it, mm. um, instead of two sixes. So, yeah, that double pivot, double six, that's what I sort of hope to see with it. That's the natural thing with the players we have. But he could so easily <clears> see KK get pushed out to a right back. Like, it's always going well, to happen. I'm really, hope, I'm really hoping from, I suppose, from a lineup point of view, and again, we spoke about this off mic as well, but I'm really hoping that they go with the Brulé KK's double sixes. Yeah. Um, because that then gives the freedom for the front four to just go fucking mental. Right? Yeah. And then you've got... You'd have. I had it lined up with Yellop, Gori, and Raso as your three attacking midfielders with either Toby or Bayston up top. Um, you mentioned, Pricey, that you thought that Yellop might be the one up the top and you might have IPR on the right. Yeah, I think so. Or, you know, one of our young sort of players, Lee Davidson, could obviously sort of play out there as well. So, you know, got a bit of talent out wide um, that could be. So, yeah, that's where I could see where he'd keep Yallop sort of central, um, running sort of those corridors. I don't know whether you really want Yallop, though, as your number, you know, your main striker, but it could work that way. And, you know, she certainly puts in the effort and, you know, and it can allow maybe a, if you have someone up front sort of cut in a bit more as well. So... It's it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see who feels that. You think naturally he'll have all the superstars on the field, as that all the Matildas mm. on the field. So it only really leaves one position free. So where well, do they? Fit it'll into be them? it'll be that top spot with that mm. that front focal point, which will be I suppose the question mark because you got, I said Toby. Let's say if Yellow's up there, then you open up that wing spot. Yeah, um, it's either Yellow up, up top or Yellow out wide. Or Yellow out wide. Which way? Yeah. And it could well be they have they put someone up top that can switch out there, or you, mm. it's like Gorry switch out there, and someone drops into where Gorry is, and Yellow goes up top. It could be a whole triangle thing where the four of them all move around and take up spots across the top. So we'll see what happens, but I think it'd be very interesting to see first game kind of mm. how they line up and who ends up being that focal point because I think with NYL and N MPLW top goal scorer and Alira Toby as you probably two main attackers like for focal points yeah that'll be um <clears throat> that'll be very interesting to see who ends up getting the nod there yeah absolutely or maybe you know again have... so I'm, I'm stuck on yellow not being up the top there aren't mm. i so it'd be interesting to see who between those two and yellow who ends up getting the nod and how how the captain goes yeah and look it. i mean you'll have your sub options off the bench as well to be able to really change it up and yeah. mix it up as well and you know that's where you've got a long play another place will give me the opportunity last season mm. in that sort of attacking midfield area who can come on and hopefully do something different as well and, and provide a different option or something like that. So, yeah, it, it'll be inter- it'll be really interesting to see how it all lines up. Um, yeah, and I don't think we, I don't think we'll know because I mean we haven't seen this whole squad together until pretty much they line up in their first game. So mm. now we do. I'll mention this now because there's a possibility. It's kind of possible this uh, will well the next show will go out either on the same day of or just the day before of the yeah. next game. So I'll quickly mention it now as a bit of a touch point. Brisbane Rules' first game is against Melbourne Victory. It's on Thursday, the 21st of November. So Thursday next week, not yeah. the week that we're releasing this. Uh, at Dolphin Stadium at 6.30pm kickoff because, of course, it's 6.30pm kickoff at Dolphin Stadium. So it's everybody. Yeah. Um, Absolutely, Dave. Especially Fox Sports. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Brisbane Rules versus Victory. Victory premieres last year. 
Victory Premiers last year, not so... I mean, they've lost um, uh, they lost their, one of their attacking midfielders, who is so Christine Nahn, who pretty much set up... Um, oh, for having name blanks at the second, you know, so that was that main attacking sort of um, team there and that, that was really setting up... Dowie? Yeah, Dowie. So then Dowie's back, but I think Christine Nahn is not back. Right. Um, so you've lost that real midfield lynchum, lynch... Lynchpin. Lynchpin to be able to actually, you know, connect her together. Obviously, though, into defence comes Jen McCormack. Huge signing to shore up their defence. Um, Alloway, who has a new name because she's got married, and I can't remember what it is. Um, I think she is out injured. So they do have a couple of issues, victories, so and maybe not looking quite as strong. But they're still going to be a handy team. And <clears throat> well, it kind of came a little bit out of nowhere last year because the year before that, they were nothing special. Yeah, that's it. They, they sort of do that occasionally, victory. And I just feel like they might resort back to type this year and be sort of just... They'll be mid-table, yeah. like maybe pushing for finals and probably playing over in that... AFC little championship mm. sort of thing will probably, you know, W League squads aren't built to have great depth. No, so that, they're, they're built for a 13 to 14 week season, which you can pretty much roll out the same starting 11 every yeah. week and yeah, you don't change it up too much. So look, it's, they will certainly be tricky. They'll have something about them and, you know, in the MPL, W Victoria is pretty strong. So you can pick the eyes out of that and they will be pretty good again, but you would expect us to probably go and win that one. We will have the extra week. It'll be interesting to see how they go. They've got uh, the Dolphins. Team. It is a Dolphins. <laughs> hey, look, we won our one. The W League did win out there last year, even if it was against Western Sydney Wanderers. Yeah. So, yeah, now, it's, it's an interesting one. Now, the other team, the, the championship winning team of last year. Yes. Have uh, announced their squad, and their season starts this weekend. It's the Y League team, Pricey. It is the Y League team. Can you please tell me every player and their entire footballing history from that Y League team squad? I mean, I think there's something very important to note about the Wild Egg Squad first, which you is can't the pieces. Half of the names? No, I can, pre- I can announce eighty percent of them. Okay. Yeah, but I think their coach, their manager. You talk about pathways that for people outside of football. Well, Chris Grossman, former Raw player and Fury player, mm-hmm. is I mean announced as the head coach of the team. Yes, great news. He's I think he's been part of the academy process, soul system for a little bit too. Yeah, so absolutely. So this is a natural progression for him. So yeah, obviously he's been doing well in that, and it's natural progression into this as well. So it's good to see the club promoting from within too. Mm. Um, you look at obviously uh, the captain taking over the W League side, yeah. and uh, and obviously Grossman being promoted up into the youth league side. That's Were you news. a big Chris Grossman fan when he was uh, playing back in his playing days, mate? He's still here. I just wanted him to say something so people knew he was still here. It wasn't just me. I was thinking that. it's. I'm just biding my time in the corner. I'm a bit of a Grossman fan. It's good to see. I just hope Grossman... I just hope that... uh, He's energy-saving mode. I just have to hit the energy-saving button (laughs) to wake him back up again. I was going to say, I hope this hasn't happened, but I really should be asking uh, Dave this. Do you think uh, Chris Grossman is just getting uh, naturally uh, developed for his uh, stint as uh, Guam assistant coach? Well, obviously, obviously, <laughs> that's the that's the, that, that's, that's the next part of the pathway, right? Yeah. Um, as soon as as soon as Carl Dodd moves on to the Chinese ta- Taipei role, he'll absolutely <laughs> absolutely have that spot there for uh, <laughs> Chris Crossman to move on to. <laughs> Oh, that's fantastic. Um, all right, so the squad has been announced for the Y League, and uh, so our goalkeepers are Nathan Foster and Jack Washorkshi. Um, the Super Freak would be around and probably eligible to play in that as well. Yes. Because uh, I think this is just a pure Wiley squad. It doesn't maybe include those that are on sort of those um, scholarship deals that are sort of part of the senior but could Correct. still play Wiley. We also have, yeah, we also have in defence Liam MacArthur, Hassan Ramazani, Jackson Simkin, and Emmeline Wellsmore. So good to see Emmeline Wellsmore back in action this season. 
Uh, midfielders, Eli Adams, Keegan Yelovich, Dante Mariner, Cooper McCormack, Brandon McMorrow, Oliver Plusnin, Harry Talbot, and Oscar Woods. A couple of names that I've recognised from last season, but I can't say I remember all of them, but Dante Mariner had a bit of a run in the first team for a little bit in some of the um, mm. preseason games. Harry Talbot is um, started showing some some form in the NPL as well. So yeah, <clears throat> who was the um, the one that? Oh, I'm probably going to answer it actually in a second. Uh, Braden and our attackers are Braden Doolin, Mirza Maratovic is back, Akai Tipaltol, and Marquez Walters and Solomon Weldemarian is our Mirza Maratovic, of course, being the focal point there as well. Yeah, um, he was one third of the uh, the Holy Trinity. The Holy Trinity. It's I, I feel like now with the Holy Trinity being split up. It's kind of like an Indiana Jones sort of, or no, not Indiana Jones, like a like a Tomb Raider sort of thing, where you've got the three pieces of the Trinity yeah. separated across the country, yeah. and and it would take a special manager to bring them all together yeah. and you know make it work again. It'd be a grouse man to bring them all together. Jesus. Fucking. <laughs> I, I could hear. I could hear a pin drop in my own head. That's that was that got the response it deserved. <laughs> Absolutely. That 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 silence was uh, so disruptive that I felt uncomfortable and had to say something. It was just yeah, we do we do have a couple of Kiwi. Uh, we, I think we Kiwi, do put that in there occasionally, just because it, like I said, we have jokes that bad. Yeah, they're not edited in, as no. you know, yeah. as you now know. Yeah. Um, we do have a couple of Kiwi um, under seventeen representatives as well. I think coming back. Oh, nice squad. Oh, choice. Um, so, you know, it's a couple of handy players um, sort of round and about there. So we'll see how they go this season. Taking up. They start this weekend uh, against Melbourne Victory on uh, Saturday. So it's, oh, it's a bit of a fuck Melbourne week this week, actually. Uh, well, don't forget the, the... Yeah, it is a little bit, but with yeah. the WE teams, it's, I suppose, Thursday next week. Yeah, so. I mean, it's sort of... It'll fits anyway. within a, on a week cycle. Yeah, in seven days. Yeah. Um, so they kick off on Saturday after uh, Saturday morning. Uh, Brisbane Royal v Melbourne Victory Saturday morning uh, it's 10.30am kickoff. I guess getting in before it gets warmer though sometimes that's the warmest it's, part of the day is that 11am get, getting in before, so the, all the Melbourneites are all used to like 15, 16 yeah. degree temperatures they're going to be fucked when the temperature oh, doubles aren't they I mean, this uh, is this is about using the climate to our advantage yeah, yeah. Well, come play at 10.30am at Ipswich yeah yeah yeah. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? So drinks that- breaks? What drinks breaks? <laughs> you just carry on through, right? Yeah, what do you mean? It's still it's still spring. It's not even summer yet. Jeez. Uh, that's out of the Eric Evans Oval. So the Ipswich Knights uh, ground. All their other games are getting played um, somewhere else. I think that's the end of the there. <laughs> well said. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at it in the drawer and I can't remember. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's the Wild League kicking back off this season as well. So um be interesting to see how the, lads, the young lads go there. Let's go back to back. Back to back. The dinosaurs calling it Bok to Bok Back to Back Dave did uh, Was there any um, Opposition nuffies That you came across there, Well not so much An opposition nuffy one It was probably more so A Brisbane Raw one And Ooh, I'm just bringing it up On my we're screen self-nuffing here Self-nuffing here Self-nuffing And this is actually And our, our long lost friend Ben uh, Clark Will be appreciative Of me bringing this one Because it's actually In response to one of his Quotes <laughs> oh, um, This is uh, on On a Facebook group uh, where Ben's mentioned the real issue was at the time where he, he made note of the fact that our keeper Croken was uh, had the referee talked to him after 20 minutes for time wasting yeah. um, uh, we're rightly punished for these utterly dog shit tactics of sitting with woefully out of form players that was Ben's comment the response from a J- Jason Keepan so hi Jason if you're listening I hope <laughs> you are uh, if you knew anything about football you wouldn't be making these dumb comments you're dumb as dog shit when you know what you're talking about then you can comment 
Look, he's probably not 100% wrong. Uh, <laughs> but I think that was probably a little bit of an extreme response to sort of a comment that Ben put out there. Um, so, yeah, that one's for you, Jason. You've, uh, you're one of the, the opposition slash local Nuffy this week. We'll call him local Nuffy. This local week. Nuffy, yeah. I think we're going to find more local Nuffies when we lose than we yeah, are opposition well, Nuffies. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, especially when it's right pickings and that. Yeah. Support group that group is fantastic for this sort of stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, um, anyway, that was the... Uh, local nuffies um, and tune in next week for another local nuffie <laughs> we're playing city yeah um, pick a league Dave there was probably two two two, two. two that we found yeah um, I'll mention the, the the big blue version of it it's actually in, reg- in regards to um, the A league themselves they moved of course the big blue due to the likelihood of Sydney having two players in the national team. They yeah. said that that was a big enough impact on their squad that they needed to delay the game or, or postpone the game. Um, so they did that. The A-League permitted that request. They put it on Why, there's no Sunday. Friday. There's going to be no Friday night game it's this why, week. It's, it's why they're playing on Sunday. Yeah. Um, and the new date ends up seeing the fuck lose more players to the youth side, national youth <laughs> sides. <laughs> the league don't give no shits and they are not rescheduling the game again. So... The rescheduling really helped Sydney yeah. and really fucked over the victory. And that's a, that's a PK League moment for me. That is PK League. Um, lastly, it must be said that Melbourne Victory didn't go through the official process of getting it moved. No, they just and, complained. Yeah, just complained. Um, this is my favourite one of the week. This is easily my favourite one. So after the game at Western United, between Western United and Western Sydney, um, Western, United, no, Western Sydney didn't hang around for the presser, as most teams They didn't do their post-game presser. They got in um, trouble for that. I mean, they, 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 I'm sure they will have. Yeah. Um, they, in fact, they left the stadium pretty quickly. So mm. quickly that Daniel Georgeski got left behind. He had to catch a cab back to the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Georgeski valued by his club. Um, that's PK League for me as well. So. I, I think I think that's probably the winner out of this week. Uh, yeah, that is the winner out of this. <laughs> but don't forget, we're going to be putting I mean, all these. That, yeah, the next one could officially be a next round one, so in case it's a bit light on with only the full games. Yeah, we'll work something. Out. We'll work it out. I mean, at the end of the day, this these are all going into the the, the list, and we're going to put a. I swear to God, we're going to do some sort of a knockout competition with all these PK league moments where everyone gets to vote on it. It's going to happen. It will happen. I know Ben suggested a World Cup version that will take too long, <laughs> and I do not have the we're, patience to do all those polls. We're not going to have a group stage. Put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> we, we'll have a knockout. Round. We'll it'll, it'll be a pure round. knockout. A pure um, knockout round. Yeah. That's right. Um, it'll be a selection to get Archie Thompson. <laughs> we're, we're, we're getting a few of them. Well, there's there's got to be about 10 or so. I think we'll have, I'll have, we'll have enough for a knockout round. For, for I mean, at the moment, we're right. averaging a decent one every week. We'll, so. have, a, we'll have a peak, FFA peak cup. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's the peak A league. So, we want to move on to some, uh, some Tom Tops. No, no. Okay. No, fine. Oh, that's right. We got the other thing, don't we? Yeah, that's the, the other thing, thing. The thing I've been sitting here yeah. this whole time putting together. <laughs> it thanks, is. thanks, Ben. It's, it's yeah. the second time in a row this has happened, but I'm actually quite thankful for this. Anyway, can I at least play the intro music? Nah. Yeah. Go for it. O R A N G E. That spells orange easy as can be. O R A N G E. That spells orange most definitely. Right, score update, keep everyone in the loop. It's uh, everybody else, i.e. Dan, and at this point, Nate, so this is important for you as well, Nate. To chance the score. On zero. <laughs> yeah. Um, ben and Pricey on one. Yeah! And I'm still on two. Get in! So, yeah. well done. let's not forget, if we can't get it, the other, the other competitors, as in Dan and Nate thus far, 
and any future guests, they get the point. So, pressure's on. Pressure is on. You also don't want Ben to win. Yeah, no. It's, <laughs> it's pretty much Operation Take Down Ben. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Nate, so take it just, away. Let's just agree to right. give me the point. <laughs> You're going to fucking hate me. Oh, God. I mean, you know I drove you here, right? I can just leave you out here. No, you're too nice. <laughs> You'll let me hang on to the cupboard. Anyways, this is going to go on for a little bit. So oh, Stop, Stan Hasekums. <laughs> all right, let's see if you can... <laughs> what I'm going to say to you is if oh, any no, of you, a, if any of you can right. get this in the first three guesses, I will happily give you $5. Ooh. Just saying. Ooh. Ooh, well, that's on recording too, yeah. so... Uh... I was number one. I was born on the seventh of February, nineteen sixty-eight. Ooh, it's an old one. Sixty-eight. Steve Parker. Negative. Sixty-eight. Oh, that's David getting Dwight York. Negative. Okay. Number two. I am currently the owner of Football Super League of Kosovo's side Furages. It's not King Kazu, is it? Negative. Not a bad shout. Yeah. I don't think he would have played the 20 games required. I don't think he told Nate about that one. Um, yeah, this person has played 20 A-League games, right? Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Keep going. <laughs> I've just spent the, ho- the whole time I haven't been talking, I've been doing this, so keep going. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Oh, you've, got a, you've got a fucking going for orange this week. <laughs> Okay, so they've played less than 20 games, Dave. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, okay. That's why he's so confident about it. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, carry on. Okay. Number three. My most recent managerial position was as the manager of Norwegian side Sapsborg 08. I'm playing the Norwegian League and football manager at the moment. Oh, yeah. nice segue. Yeah. Um, advantage. Sports Alliance. When you said manager, I started thinking of Shin Sun, but uh, whatever his name was, I played one game for Brisbane, but um, it can't be him because he went straight to like the Korean jobs and whatnot. It could Norwegian. Be. It could be Norwegian league at the <clears> moment. <throat> Strong doubt he's gone to Norwegian. Yes, yeah, so um, I Um, I'm a pass. So. Yeah, I want this five dollars. Let me think about something. No, I'll give it a pass. I'll let you keep your five bucks. Thanks. I'm definitely going to make this the longest going for Orange ever. Number four. I made my international debut as a halftime substitute in a tour match against New Zealand at Mount Smart Stadium, Auckland on 3rd of June 1991, making a mere three caps to my name. Wow. At this point, I up in the A-League. So, debuted when he was... 23. He played in the A League. He's got to play just the first season. Yeah. But there's no way he played after that. Unless. Because no, no, he was like 30. Cody No, he's played more than three games. Negative. Mark was Mitch. Negative. Bear with me with this one. Oh, he's not managing in all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he is Couch. <laughs> Bear with me for your... He's, he's doing it, um, so the star just by remote. Now, bear with me for your fifth bit of information, because this will be really crucial. 
I've played 19 games in the A-League. <laughs> <laughs> Number five. My first league goal came for Sheffield United in the opening game of the season against Reading. But my hero status did not really start. Brian Dean. Yes! It's Brian Dean! Oh, I was really... So Sheffield United gave you that, did he? Yeah. No, you said first goal. Was that early? I thought he's the guy that scored the first goal in the Premier League. Well, l- let me finish your fifth bit of information. When both myself and Tony Agana hit hat-tricks in the 6-1 victory over Chester City, it was the first double hat-trick by Blades players since Harry Johnson and Arthur Mercer helped the Blades achieve their record 11-2 victory over Cardiff City on the 1st of January 926. Funny, my piss-take clue was actually the one that gave it to you. Um, I'm going to go through... That's good. I like that, Dave. That's good. But um, I'll go through the rest of my own quickly. I have made seven A-League appearances and scored one goal. In April 2019, I joined Leeds United as coach for Leeds United Development Hub for Elite Player Development Scholarship. Yes, Dave. Number eight, I scored the first goal in the FA Premier League for Sheffield United against Manchester United after five minutes on the 15th of August 1992. Number nine, I scored in my final A-League appearance during the 05-06 season, and I really thought it was going to get to this point. Number 10, I played for Doncaster Rovers, Sheffield United, Leeds United, Benfica, Middlesbrough, Leicester City, West Ham United, Sunderland, and Perth Glory. Yes, it was Brian Dean. I'm so happy I got that one. You were so confident that you had this wrapped up before you started. I just, I've been listening to this and you guys have been doing all the, you know, obscure A-League players because now it's not just raw players, it's A-League. And I'm like, right, which fucking numpty can I pull out of the ass of the first ever A-League season I'm just stoked Eugene that he's not that random come on he was a legend of the league but I'm talking about the first season like, the I, I could have gone Steve McMahon Jr <laughs> I could have gone god come on you guys have got some other I mean, I mean Ben did pull out Danny Hay yeah but he, I, I tipped that one too yeah, yeah. There's a couple of there's a couple of answers like I a couple of things I could write there that that's actually going to give away good going for orange content so but yeah good work Dave you are um, successful. yeah well done Dave well done. But, but but no five dollar that's no. okay that's okay you can keep your five dollars I mean, I'll take the well, you might be a chance of winning this if we can keep Ben off the show <laughs> <laughs> that's the plan going that is the plan that's the plan going all right time I reckon for a bit of tipping please Mr Dave yes let's get some tops in uh, now we had a a bit more of a successful week last week across the board. Um, really? Except for the listeners. Oh, yeah, they uh, do. The listeners got one point. Um, not a donut, though, so you guys don't owe us any donuts yet. Um, but two points, Ben and Prasi and Yeshiba. Yeah. Two points for the lot of you. Well done. And three points for the rest of us, Dan, myself, and Rick. All on three. So that makes the table currently sitting at... Uh, Nate, you're on six points, mate. Look. You're doing about as well as Brisbane Roar is at scoring goals. I know, he's at least, at least tipping more than one a game, one around. Uh, Only just. Yeah. One and a half. Yeah. Um, I'm on eight points, uh, pulling away from Nate in yep. this regard. Um, ben and Pricey are both pulling on. Pulling pulling out. That's right. Um, <laughs> um, ben and Pricey both on nine. Rick and the listeners now level on 11. And Ooh. Dan... Getting a little bit ahead again, 13 points Ooh. for him. Yeah, so, big, big freeze boots there, I think. He's, there's a yeah. couple of little groups there. You've got the f- Dan up ahead, then you got Rick and Listens just in behind, tucked in behind, and then Ben and Price and me just in behind. Then Nate, you're just a little bit further behind again. So it's, so, it's all right. This, this Dan, is, it's, Dan it's just remember to, Dan. The feels starting to set a little bit. I'm worried about that. Dan, just, 
And just remember, what goes up must come down. Mm-hmm. And as you see, we truly knows because that's what happened last year yeah. too. Um, and you know, when the W League, now the W League starts, there's a lot more tips. Mm. This is when you can really start to make a move. And right. who was the W League champion last yeah. season? Yeah, yeah, baby. And how hell, much did that help you overall? Yeah. Diddly squat, but I won. <laughs> <laughs> but I at, least, I at least won something. Yeah. Let's uh, let's get these tips sorted out. So Central Coast Adelaide in the A League. We'll start with the A League fixtures first. Uh, Central Coast Adelaide. Um, Dan is tipping Adelaide. I'm tipping Adelaide. Rick is tipping Adelaide. Uh, ben has yet to put his tips in, so he we're just gonna skip. literally just put them in. Oh. Oh, of course, he fucking did. All right, I think he's on draw. I think he's done W League. I'll first. bring up. I'll bring his uh, his his tops up. Yeah, and uh, yeah, good work, bloody dickhead. And he's backward to front. Yeah, yeah, he's going back to front. All right, so um, you uh, give me your tip there first of all, um, pricing. Uh, Adelaide for me as well, please, Dave. And uh, mate. Central Coast Mariners. Oh, okay. good, 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 good. Uh, and so I'm just writing down Ben's ones as well. Yeah, you're right. Ben has gone for the draw. Uh, we've got Western United versus Newcastle. Uh, Western United being backed by Dan, Rick, and myself, and Ben. Uh, Nate, what do you want? Gonna go draw. And pricing one. Uh, Brisbane versus Melbourne City up at uh, Dolphins. Uh, Brisbane being backed by Rick. Dan and myself both backing City. We're very similar with our tips right now. Mm. Um, ben has backed the draw because he's the eternal optimist. Yeah, he is. Um, Pricey. I assume that's a nil all draw, to be honest. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Melbourne City for me. And uh, no. But he's not the most internal optimist. Brisbane rule. Well, Rick's also backing Brisbane, so you know. That's true. Rick's, Rick's an eternal optimist. Rick's well. also going to go down to ball blaze fire. Of, blaze of glory. Yeah. Um, a big blue. Sydney versus Melbourne victory, as we spoke about earlier. Dan, myself, and Rick all on Sydney. Uh, ben is also on Sydney. Um, Pricing? Uh, apparently, I wrote down victory, but definitely Sydney. Sydney. <laughs> and <laughs> Nate. The whole stadium burns. Oh, no. S- Sydney. And just just a very quick one, listeners. I just saw before some odds for it. Melbourne Victory paying $6.50. When was the last time you ever saw Melbourne Victory at $6.50? Yeah, exactly. Um, the W League. The W League, the league that mm. everyone cares about more than anything else, because let's face it, we've got a shot at this league. Yeah. Um, Western Sydney versus Adelaide on the Thursday night. Uh, ben is backing Western Sydney. Dan, myself, is backing Adelaide. And Rick is on Western Sydney. Uh, Nate, what do you reckon? Draw. Because draws worked well for me in last season's <laughs> W League. Western Sydney Wanderers to me, Dave. They've recruited well. They've got a whole bunch of the North um, Carolina girls in. They they bought across like they're all of the imports are all from the team that's won the double in NWSL the last two seasons. Cool. Yeah. So they're going to be much stronger. Still going Adelaide. Um, Canberra versus Canberra versus Perth uh, on Sunday afternoon. Ben's back in Canberra, as is Dan. I'm on Perth. Rick is the draw. Pricey. Uh, Canberra. And Nate. I will also pick Canberra. You guys will all suffer when Perth destroy them. (laughs) And I'm the only one that gets a point. Um, No same Kurt North Perth glory. City versus Melbourne Victory in a big blue as well. Uh, the North Jubilee Oval uh, in advance of the other big blue. Um, ben, Dan, myself and Rick all on Sydney. Pricey. Sydney. Nate. Melbourne Victory. Out of the Melbourne Victory and Sydney games, there's only one Melbourne Victory tip across the two <laughs> yes. games. And I, I think 
That's really unfortunate, really, because fuck Sydney. Yeah. Um, Newcastle versus Melbourne City rounding out the W League for the weekend. Uh, ben, myself, Dan, and Rick all on Melbourne City. Nate, what do you think? Melbourne City. Yep. Make it a clean sweep, Dave. <clears throat> Rightio. Now, listeners, of course, these polls are up on our page at the moment. I put them up this afternoon. So just go back and search for them. We'll probably retweet them at some point. But um, go back and search for them. Chuck your tips in. Um, just the tip. And just the tip. Just the tip. And um, have your voice heard. There were a couple of uh, results last week that were pretty much down to a single vote. And one vote one way or the other could have swayed the listeners' results more in their favour or against them. So, yeah. They all count, ladies and gentlemen. Get in there. That's it. And, of course, that is on Twitter. So that's at The Rawcast on Twitter. You can, of course, also find us at Facebook.com, The Rawcast, um, as well. This podcast does go up on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Casts. Pretty much if there's a place that plays podcasts, you should find us. And if you can't, let us know. If you, make, sure it if does. you make a website which says the word cast in it, yeah, we'll play it on that. Yeah, we'll probably play it on that. <gasps> Just don't look on it. We should make a website called The Raw Cast. No, yeah, that's what we are. Okay. Yeah. 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 Raw, but R A W. Manager podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Hang on. There's something random I meant to um, say to you guys at one point. Do I have it still down? You got like seconds here because I really want to wrap up so I can go home and see. You can hear the closing music. Yeah. No. They're playing you out. It's like the the Golden Globes. Yeah, the Oscars, mate. The Oscars. The Titanic music is playing. <laughs> it's here somewhere. God, why did I... We should absolutely cut you off right as you start talking no, about this. <laughs> don't. I mean, I definitely, definitely... Just, let's, let's start saying our goodbyes. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, say goodbyes. Come on. Yep. Uh, thank you very much for listening to us this week, listeners. Big, the oh, big leave, episode... Leave a review. Leave a review. Oh, yeah. And we'll read out on the show. And we'll read it out on the show. Yay. Yay. Uh, <laughs> And if you think the episodes have been going long, wait until we've got two games of football to talk about. Or even three games three of football games. to talk about. Yeah. Hey, hey guys. Fair I to f- say we don't watch the Wild League unless we can get there. I found it. Yeah? You have some news that you haven't told me. Or any of us. Hmm. The Rawcast Podcast from Raw Illustration Agency will be launching in 2019. What, what have you not been telling me? Raw Illustration Agency? That's... Well, I mean... We have to make some money out of this somehow, and you know. Hey, I heard you—you've been making money out of this. Goodbye, listeners. <laughs> <laughs>